Hello and welcome to the ETOF21 Sports Podcast. My name is Eric. I'm the man behind ETOF21 Sports. You can find my work on Twitter at ETOF21, on Instagram at ETOF21 Sports. How is everyone doing? It is Friday, November 11th. This day is always a special day. It is my old man's birthday. I would not be who, where I am and who I am today without him. means the world to me, so I... I'm going to see him today, so this podcast is going to be a little bit shorter. Just because of travel, I am not able to interview everyone I wanted to. So there's only two guests on today's podcast. Obviously, David's going to stop by. He, him and I are going to talk some NFL, and Jim is going to talk some CFL playoffs. Jason, aka Bully Line, was going to come on, but our schedules didn't line up because... I'm going to see my dad, so I apologize for that. If you're looking for some UFC plays, make sure to give Jason a follow. Great dude, knows his stuff. Very sharp guy when it comes to handicapping a UFC fight. Uh, big announcement. My big announcement for this podcast is starting next week, I'm going to be having a fantasy football segment. One guy I know, very sharp guy when it terms of fantasy He's decided to finally jump into the social media game, jump into the podcasting game and everything. So he's going to start to come on. His name is Nick. He's going to start to come on and him and I are going to go through a DFS build for you. So now every single week we'll be helping you build the DFS lineup that will help you make some money in DFS. So really looking forward to that. Last night's game, interesting game, kind of a flat spot for the Falcons. Uh, line value alone said you had to play the Panthers. You know, we were able to cash cash the Panthers plus the three. We were able to get the Marshall over prop. Unfortunately, we did not hit the, ty- the Tyler Algier over prop. Missed it by 11 and a half yards. But profit on the day. So looking to continue that going on to the weekend. Atlanta, you know, weird game. With that offense, no real home run hitters. If they're struggling, they're always going to be behind the eight ball. And also, when's the point when Atlanta has to look to Ritter to see what they have? Mariota is obviously not the guy long term. I said it when he came out of college. This isn't the guy that you can be your quarterback one. Um, So, yeah, I really think they need to go to Ritter and kind of see what he's got. Maybe within the next couple of games when they fall out of playoff contention. Also, can we just stop with this Cordell Patterson shit? He's a gadget player. Over other prop was 50. I talked myself out of that. So, yeah, it's just Falcons are an interesting team. I think they're a good coach group. I just don't think they have the talent. Um, And that's the main thing that's missing for them. Hopefully Arthur Smith does get one more year. If he doesn't, I would love for my boys, the Lions, to come and swoop him up. Because in my eyes, he's one of the better coaches in the league with what he's done in Atlanta with the lack of talent. But yeah, like I said, you know, we have a great show for you today. Really looking forward to it. Again, this is going to be a shorter episode just because of my personal life and me wanting to see be there for my old man. So I apologize to that. Also, the ETOF21 Sports podcast is presented by PointsBet. Looking for one of the best sporting books out there, go to PointsBet, download the app, first deposit, use promo code ETOFT21, and you'll get a 100% deposit match. Now, let's jump into the podcast.
we've reached the part of the podcast where we're going to be talking a little CFL and who better to come on than the man, the myth, the legend at XFL Jim. How you doing today, my man? Doing great. It's what I'm here for, Eric. We're here to talk CFL and I'm loving life. Dude. So we're down to the final four. Yeah, it's 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 go time, baby. We're down to the final four. Um, what were your two takeaways from last week? Uh, one Hamilton, their their hot streak ended. Uh, Dane Evans, they're in a weird spot in the off season. Do they stick with Dane Evans? Do they stick with Matthew Schiltz? They're in a, they're in a flux. Also, Montreal, you can never predict their games. Just stop trying. They're weird. Uh, Calgary. The stage was probably too big for Jake Mayer. It it, it okay. seemed like the stage was a little too big. Not ready for prime time yet. Because I saw a lot of people talking like Bo Levi Mitchell. They should have just had him. Like the whole situation in the offseason with Calgary is what is going to happen with Bo Levi Mitchell because he's already like he's off the team. He's going to get traded somewhere. Uh-huh. And he's an old time. He's a legend. He's a CFL like old timer. And unknown what's going to happen with him and BC Nathan Rourke at even 70 to 80% is still electric. That team is offensively incredible. If you were Hamilton, what would you do at the quarterback situation? I saw flashes of Schiltz that I liked um, throughout the year, especially when Dane Evans was kind of like hurt and banged up. And you saw parts of this game. He kind of gave them a little bit of a spark, but then you see some like real boneheaded decisions. He threw some real bad passes out there. I'm not sure. It's hard. It's hard because Dane Evans has been good and you know what you're getting out of him. And you know, you can get, you know, for a fact, if you have weapons, you can get to a gray cup and you have weapons. I, they're in a very tough position. I'd probably stick with Evans, but it's, it's hard to say. So let's switch our attention to the games. We're going to be using the lines from one of the fastest growing sports books in America. Points bet. Uh, Montreal getting three and a half over under a 48 and a half. <sighs> For the first half, they are getting two and a half over under 23 and a half. Gosh, dang it. This one's tough. Oh! Montreal, I saw, I've been saying throughout the entire year, Montreal is the one team that can, like, blow up this whole playoffs and win the thing. And mm-hmm. no one's been talking about them, like, all year. I gotta lean Argos, though. I gotta I lean the Toronto Argonauts. And these are the two teams I hate the most. I know they are. You know, just two teams I absolutely despise and hate the most. If I had to have a play, I would either take the second half, excuse me, the first half under of 23 and a half, or I'd play the under of 48 and a half for the game. That's fair. I mean, that's where I would lean. I think it's going to be a little lower scoring affair. Toronto's defense is legit. Uh, Montreal can put up duds left and right. I I lean Toronto minus three. Okay. I'm probably going to play it just because like, it's the least of the last CFL games. Get all the action you can. Yeah, just just. Just soak it in, right, big man? Soak it in. Oh, yeah. Uh, next one. We're going or, to- actually, sorry. Or should I play Montreal because I have a Toronto future to win this division? That'd be the smart thing to do. And just middle it. That'd be the smart thing to do. I'll, yeah. You know what? I'm going to do the smart thing. Okay. For the people 
at home. It's not very often I do the smart thing. In this scenario, I'm going to do the smart thing. I'll just throw a couple bucks, a couple shekels on Montreal money line. Okay. All right. But I lean towards I, I lean towards Toronto minus the three. But being the position you had, if you've been following all year and you have the future, you hedge out right now, take, take the plus points. Yes. Uh, next game. One of the games we're all looking forward to. BC Lions getting four over under 49 and a half. This uh, is big two one. and a half. Two and a half for the first half. Over under of 24 and a half. I'm, that's a big total. I like the over in this game overall. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to go to the Blue Bombers. Um. I I like both first half unders in both games. So I mean I like I like the Blue Bombers and BC Lions under 24 and a half. I would and play here, first here, half yeah. I like Winnipeg minus 4. I like a minus 4 as well. Under 24 and a half. Yeah. The first half unders I like. I like the over in this game full though. Now, I wonder if Bovada has a prop where it is let me pull this up let me see if bovada sorry a different sports book that's unprofessional on my um you'll have to censor that in the actual podcast so i'll have to i'll have to beat that out uh sometimes they have props where second half has more points in the first half if they have that i would love that bet for this game i'm looking it up uh, you could say highest scoring. Oh yeah, you could say highest scoring high half. Scoring half. I love the second half about even money here. Even money. That's the, you know what? At the sports book, I'm not talking about. I'm 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 putting that one in right now. I might do that for both games. You want to do it for, what? What is it? It's even money for both games. You know what, Jim? I think we just got. I think we just found. You know what? We just found what we're putting in. Well, what I'm putting in. So we're gonna go boom. Oh my god, is it is it is this little bowl? Is this is this little piggy gonna let me uh Is it gonna let you fucking do anything? Is it gonna let Uncle Rico do this? Are you gonna let me talk to the people? Let the man talk. So effectively I got Argos at plus one seventy money line in this game. When they're actually minus one sixty. Don't worry, the basketball game we're just talking about is going to double over time now. Even better. Oh, um, you're, you're <laughs> killing it there. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, do they let? Dude, are they going to let me parlay these? These? Oh my God, Jimbo! Jimbo! Don't tell Jimbo. me, Jimbo! Don't tell me. They're letting Uncle Rico parlay them. Oh, you dirty dogs, you. Dirty, dirty dogs. So Uncle Rico's bets are, first of all, what's your analysis of this game? Do you think, do, do you like Winnipeg? Do you think they're able to get it? I think, I think the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are the best team in the CFL hands down. And they are, like, hot at the moment. They are so good. And they just, they get better in the playoffs. Their defense is fantastic. 
Uh, Zach Kalaros could turn it on. He could like him and Nathan Rourke will battle out, but I still think Zach Kalaros is an amazing quarterback. They have weapons all over. I think when it, I think the Blue Bombers are the best team in the league. Mm-hmm. So he, these are my bets for this weekend. I'm betting in the first game. I'm going to bet Montreal and Toronto first half under twenty three and a half. I'm going to bet more points scored in the second half than the first half at even money. Then in the second game, BC Bombers, I am going under 24 and a half points. Then I'm also going to bet more points scored in the second half than the first half at even money. Then I'm going to parlay those two props together, more points scored in the second half in both games for a nice little plus 300 parlay. Jeez. My favorite plays are probably I, if I if I didn't have anything hedging, I would like Toronto minus the three. I like the over forty nine and a half in the Bombers BC game. Those are my two favorite plays. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, I just don't want to take any dogs. I might do a Toronto team total over twenty six and a half. I think they can score twenty eight. Okay. And then a Bombers team total of over 27.5 is a lovely play for me. Uh, and BC over 22.5, yes, please. BC over 22.5? Okay. Yes. All right, so we got some action today. You know, I'm on some unders. Jimbo's on some overs. We both kind of tend to lead to the favorites, which is a little different for us. Kind of. Last week we were on the dogs. It didn't work out. And I just like these favorites. I I like Toronto. I trust Toronto more than I trust Montreal. Montreal is like a coin flip situation, and the Bombers are, in my opinion, the best team in the league. The best team, hands down. Yeah, I agree. I concur with that thesis statement. Jim, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you, my man? You can find me on Twitter at XFL Jim. You can find me on YouTube at XFL Jim. I got a lot going on right now. There's a lot in my life. Uh, just find me wherever at XFL Jim everywhere. Jim, you know, I've really enjoyed getting to know you over the past year. You coming on here every single week. It pains me to say we have one more CFL episode left. Only one. Um, You can catch Jim and I on the College Football Tailgate, which streams to both of our YouTube channels this Saturday morning, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and we'll be on BTV's College Football Show, Campus Profits, Friday night, 6 p.m. We'll talk then, my friend. Hell yeah, we will. We've reached a part of our podcast. We're going to be talking about NFL Week 10. And who better to come on than Harris Barcher's number one fan, my boy David, at BetterDP21 on Twitter and Instagram. How are you doing today, my man? Doing well, man. Doing well. It's been a nice day. You know, it's uh, nice here in Colorado. I'm going to get my pups out soon. And uh, just, yeah, enjoy being here with you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's a great day here, too. It's like. Thanksgiving is two weeks away, and I'm sitting outside right now in shorts and a sweatshirt. Uh, well, so I mean, my, my cold snap's coming next week. I don't think we have temperatures above 35. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it'll start to definitely feel like Thanksgiving's coming. So uh, first time listeners, basically what David and I do here is he gives out one game side, one halftime side. I give out one player prop and one game side. Uh I'll let David kick it off. David, who are you going with first? 
All right, so I'll do the full game first. I'm looking at the uh, Texans versus the Giants. Um, rolling with the Giants, at I got them at minus four and a half earlier in the week. I think the Lions climbed to minus five. There's still great value in this line, by the way. Um, you know, I'm actually looking at them uh, winning this by at least two scores um, above 10 points. So, you know, I really, really like uh, the Giants at home right now. Um, you know, they are sitting in both the top tier, just outside the top 10 of both passing and rushing offense for themselves at number 12 and 13, respectfully. The Texans have the worst run defense in the league at number 32. Barkley's going to run all over them. Uh, their pass defense doesn't get much better. Their passing offense is also bottom tier, number 30th in the league. Um, you know, there's just not a lot of angles here for the Texans to really uh, have, in my opinion, based on the numbers, a very fighting chance, um, you know, against the Giants at home. So I really like where this line is. I love where the, you know, DeVoe stats are showing me the advantages here for the Giants as well. And uh, I think, you know, having their line less than a touchdown right now on the books uh, is a lot of value for everybody right now. Yeah, I like it. This Houston team is on an utter disappointment. Um, I don't know how they're going to stop the run, you know, playing outdoors, Giants coming off the bye. So, yeah, I, I like that play a lot. Uh, my first play is I'm taking the Packers plus the five and a half. Um, they were in the red zone three times and got zero points against the Lions. So hypothetically, if they get that 21 points and score touchdowns, which they normally do, this line's going to be a lot closer to three, two and a half. So it's kind of like the buying low point on the Packers just because they had some negative plays go against their oh, go against themselves. They had that one play where Rodgers dropped back, threw the ball, hit the Lions defensive lineman in the head and was picked. There was just some fluky, fluky plays here. There's this one website that uh, tracks luck. The Packers have been the unluckiest team all year per this website. So they're due for some positive regression. Um, they're two of 15 on fourth downs. That's I think that's going to improve a lot. Uh, this Cowboys team coming off the bye, they can be ran on. And this is the healthiest that the Packers offensive line has been going into this game. And how the line is marketed, like, would you say, like, the Bills are better than the Cowboys right now when the Bills are 100% healthy with Josh Allen? If I said the Bills are better than the Cowboys, I absolutely would. So how this line is at five and a half, this line is basically saying number-wise that the Packers are – no, excuse me, that the Cowboys are as good as the Bills, which I don't think they are. This is just a pure number play. This five and a half is way too much. If this was two and a half, three, I would agree with the number. I think it's miss uh, – Misprice. I think it's just the buying point in the Packers. So I'm on the Packers plus the five and a half. Yeah. And, you know, my, my lines actually got this at minus four. So, you know, there's definitely value in that line of what you're talking about. It's it, to your point, there's always regression to the mean. And, you know, I think a lot of people always got to remember that when they're going into these games, you know, something that could have been a fluke one week next week, you know, they get, they write the ship and the regression back, right back to the mean. So, 100% agree with you in terms of just the value in the line, the way you're looking at that line, you know, the the opportunities the Packers had in the red zone last week, you know, against the Lions and just didn't capitalize and, you know, absolutely believe, you know, maybe at home they get to, get to right the ship a little bit. What is your halftime bet? 
Yeah, so I'm going back to the well a little bit. I mentioned this probably two or three weeks ago. Uh, hit nicely for us. Uh, looking at Washington football team against the Eagles for Monday Night Football. Um, going first half, minus six and a half um, line for the Eagles here. Eagles top five, you know, across the board, rushing, passing offense, passing defense, number two in the league. Um, you know, yeah, the only thing they ever have lacked in all year has been their rushing defense. Um, but, you know, the <clears throat> the rushing offense for the <laughs> for Washington is not great. I mean, they're still sitting in number 27. So they're pretty much putting a number 27 against number 27, which is, in my opinion, a push. Everywhere else, they got them beat across the board. And this team, you know, I don't want to jinx anything. However, this team has always come through in the first half by a wide margin. So, you know, numbers-wise, it's just – it looks like an easy play for me. I mean, they've only not covered one this whole right. year, and that was the Texans game, or is a little bit of a bad beat that lay last second score of the Texans. So I actually love the Eagles first half have been money. I'm sitting on a juicy 30 to one future with them. And yeah. I freaking love what I'm seeing with them. Um, my last play I'm going to a player prop and I'm going to a player. I think is getting a little overlooked. I'm going to Mr. David Montgomery. I feel that most people are going to look at taking Justin Fields rushing props after the game he had. Lions are giving up 118.8 yards per game at a five yards per clip rushing attempt. Six games against the Lions. He's got 423 yards. That comes out to a little over 70 yards per game. You look at Montgomery's last couple of games. Uh, I know last week against the Dolphins, he only had 36, but before that, 53, 62, and 67. I think he's going to be able to go over this. Lions have one of the worst rush defenses in the league, over 50 and a half rushing yards for David Montgomery. Really like it. I will follow you on player props all day. <laughs> Dude, it was a rough one with Kamara. I mean, yeah. he should have freaking had it. That was a rough one with Kamara. Um, so we got. Yeah, that's it. That's the four plays. Um, anything else kind of you looking at or? Yeah, I mean, your I'll, interest? yeah, I'll give a couple more things, you know, if, if we're getting this out, you know, quickly and everything. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, if we're, if we're looking at it for tonight, you know, Falcons, Panthers, I see like a really good first half play for them. Uh, I think the line's at minus one. Um, you know, I got them better than a field goal. Um to have an advantage of the book on that one in the first half. And then the other one that I really like um, is the Cleveland and Miami game, uh, the over. Um, really like it for both the first half and the full full game. Both of them are screaming over. And I mean by like a pretty considerable margin. Um, you know, like I, I think in uh, – or sorry, I got to look at it real quick. I'm averaging, you know, an eight-and-a-half point average – um, for the first half for them, and then a ten and a half point advantage uh, to go over, and like for the full game, at, I think the total is at forty nine. I'm showing like fifty nine. So you know, it's there's some considerable edges there that I think people should really consider the over in that game uh, for sure. I like it. I think you know Cleveland's going to be able to run on them for sure. Um, yep. You know, one of them I like, uh, Shanahan. 38% ATS as a favorite. Um, seven is just too much. Herbert, 62% ATS as a dog. 
I know the Chargers have some injuries, but uh, that, that's just way too big of a number. If, you know, this this has 3.49er win all over it for me. Right. So I, I like the Chargers plus seven a lot. David, thanks for coming on. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on social media? Appreciate that. Yeah, anybody who wants to talk shop, you can find me on Twitter, betterdp21, better with an O-R, same handle on Instagram, and uh, look forward to uh, cashing with you all this weekend. Make sure to give him a follow. Very sharp guy. Does a wide range of sports, NBA, college, football, college basketball, MLB, when that's going on. So make sure you give David a follow. We'll talk next week, my friend. Thank you, sir. That's it for today's podcast. Again, I'm sorry this for, this one is a little bit shorter. Like I said, going home, going to see my old man for his birthday. Thanks for tuning in. Reminder, the ETOP21 Sports Show is live Tuesday night, 10 p.m. YouTube, Twitch. My boy Sterling from Silver Star Sports will be stopping on. Make sure to give David a follow at BetterDP21 on Twitter and Instagram. And make sure to give my boy XFL Jim a follow at XFL Jim on YouTube, excuse me, Twitter and Instagram. Until next week, boys and girls, let's make some money.